Hello, Red Shirts, and welcome to another episode of Follow Me and Die. I'm your host, Larry Hamilton, and today I share what the party did in Haven now that all the other players are present. So Radon Brightflame, the drunk from the tavern, showed up at the ship, cleaned up, sober, and in decent clothes and ready to join the party. One of the players that was not here the week before, his character Gaul is a cleric ranger, and he prides himself in his martial prowess, and he challenged him to a friendly match of combat to the touch. And Gaul has a halberd, and coincidentally, Radon has a halberd. They rolled for initiative. Gaul won initiative, but Radon is high enough level, he gets three attacks per two rounds, and that means on odd-numbered attacks, his extra attack goes before initiative. He was able to easily tag Gaul and surprise Gaul, and now Gaul knows he's met somebody that's got more oomph than Gaul has. And then Dinkus the Gnome found a crate, and he set his wooden chest on it, at the end of the dock for everybody to see, and then suddenly an arrow with a note hits the crate, and the note is similar to the first note and encourages the quote-unquote dwarf to hurry up and return their stuff. So the druid Canis changed into a bird and flew in the direction where the arrow came, and Gaul and Radon, after their little mock combat, go that same way, and they come upon a half-dozen men in a side alley, one of them with a bow, and Radon tries to explain that Dinkus is a gnome, but they don't want to have anything to do with that explanation. They go for their weapons, and Radon, because they're zero-level fellows, uh, drops them all using the haft of his halberd, and that surprised the party that he was able to do that. And Gaul dispatched one who'd been knocked unconscious, and the one with a bow is taken back to the ship for questioning. So they get back to the ship, they wake him up, and this thief... Uh, says that the guy in charge is somebody named Torg. That's all they know, so they're going to try to figure out who Torg is and deal with Torg. And then Gaul, as a cleric, put a glyph of warding of paralysis on any of the party treasure on the sandwich so that it keeps it safe. And then the two captains, Kagnar and Kolgar, came by and tell the party that they'll be back at four o'clock to take them to meet the High Jarl before the banquet to honor the Red Lizard Folk Ambassador's Thok. So they go and they meet the High Jarl, and the Jarl wants them to go to another town called Cliffcrest, which is southwest of Haven, and is about a day by sandship, and then go beyond that to the Necropolis, which is the old city of the Necromancer, to figure out what the son of the Necromancer and his forces called the Horde are up to and he's going to send Kagnar and Kolgar with them, and Sthok is also going to gather information to take back to his people. And at they get to the banquet, Old Gorm is there, and they introduce Radon to Old Gorm, and that really excites Old Gorm, and they learn a little bit more lore from the exchange between the two, and Dinkus used his cloak of concealment and stole a 700 gold piece. Oh, I put necklace on my notes. It's actually a bracelet. And then... During the banquet, a guard rushes in and comes up to the High Jarl and whispers something, and then there's murmuring and commotion outside in the street. So everybody goes outside, and in the sky, there's this fiery red sand ship, an image 
of it in the sky that it's burning and is towards the southwest where Cliffcrest is. And not long after seeing this, there are a half dozen ships coming from the direction of Cliffcrest, and they all have the insignia of Cliffcrest, and they show signs of fire and other damage, and they carry wounded and refugees, and they rush down to the docks to meet them, and they bring a tale that a vast swarm of insects ate the flesh off of a whole bunch of people, and then their bones rose up and attacked even more people of Cliffcrest. And so the Jarl of Cliff of Cliffcrest fell in battle trying to save his people, and the six ships that made it to Haven are not sure if anybody else got out. They also mentioned to Old Gorm the petrified individuals at their former lair, the Medusa, and Gorm said if everybody lives, he'll be happy to help with those petrified people. So now it's about eight o'clock that evening. They've decided they're going to leave the next day. So the next day is also when the one of the magic users, Chesty, has an 8 o'clock appointment to go to the temple and get his intellect restored. And they also want to face Torg and take care of this problem with his 10,000 gold piece and gems. So the gnomish thief illusionist Dinkus doesn't have to deal with that anymore. So that's what we're going to be facing tomorrow in session 45 of the Broken Lands. It's been a real blast running this game. It gets more and more interesting. The players buy in and... Their actions make it easier to make the world come alive, and I've got less and less to do, it seems. I did put in a bunch of work before my surgery so that I'm ready for this entire next stage of the adventure, and I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow, and I will update you all just as soon as possible after that. I'll try not to wait nearly a week after to uh, update you, but I got back to work this past week, and it was a little hectic. and now that I've kind of got some things under my belt and gotten some other things done, I'm looking forward to a more even keel of activity. I hope this finds you well. I hope you're continuing to do well in the 2020 of COVID-19, that you're staying safe and getting along with family. And if you live alone, or even if you don't live alone, that you're being able to reach out and make contact with other people. And as always, game on. Follow Me and Die is an old-school RPG podcast. I share my experiences and ideas about role-playing games that all started with the Holmes Blue Box Basic Dungeons & Dragons over 40 years ago. I've played lots of role-playing games that were new in the late 70s through the mid-80s, and some of those I still like to play, especially Dungeons & Dragons. But there's more than older role-playing games out there. I share ideas that will fit into any game or genre. So check out my podcast. I'm always looking for a few good minions. Let's do what Grubba says.